0: Through the 4A
1: conference,
0: running through the conference, 11 and 0 in the Grand Canyon region, and 12 and 1, the the Volunteers not too shabby either. Third in the region, 8 and 3, 5 and 2, sitting their record. Now, Cam, looking at this matchup, we talked about it a little bit in the pregame show about what's going to give. So as you see, as you see this electric Eagles offense and this Volunteers defense. How do you think this first half's going to play out? Well, I think it's going to be, we're
2: actually looking at the battle of Grays and Nez and Becca, I'm going to mess that up the entire night. I apologize in advance, but this is going to be a defensive battle. We've seen games where Flag has only allowed has allowed under 20 points to their opponents, while Lee Williams has allowed games where a team's only scored four points with Laughlin High School. So I'm not expecting much
0: explosive offense more than I expect the defensive war in the trenches. And talk about about that war war in the trenches. Is, is Is this volunteer's team? So, But something of note as we go into this one, the Volunteers have lost 11 straight games to the Eagles, dating back to 2016-17. Now, it's not like they're the only one not having success when they play Flagstaff. Flagstaff, and you can hear over it, and you can probably hear on the broadcast, Grace Lenez just introduced here on Senior Night here at War Memorial Gymnasium. But here's the Volunteers have lost 11 straight games to the Eagles dating back to 16 17 they're, but they're on a four-game winning streak of their own. Uh, uh, just, the, la- just last night in Phoenix, they were down in the Valley taking on Barry Goldwater, which they won fifty-four to twenty-six. They won handily. Four-game winning streak. We mentioned three of those in region, so it's not. So they're in play for a playoff spot as well as we're just about set to get ready for the tip-off. Grace Lonez standing right there at center court. We're set as we're about to set to play basketball here in Flagstaff. That's going to take the tip off and we're underway. Volunteers start with possession first. We'll get it to fly a crook. She'll lay it in and open in and good. Volunteers with a quick basket. Leah first, first, first basket. That first basket. Eagles going to try a three and no good. Grace Nez took a three there, no good. Volunteers in transition, but they lose it and, turn, and turns it over. Nez will take it back.
2: There goes that defense of Flagstaff. Grace and Nez averages over three steals a game, and she's already got one now.
0: Nez a turnover, but there will be a whistle. And and a quick whistle, 2-0 here in the early going, but already but already, not even a minute into this game, already a few turnovers. Eagles will inbound it. Eagles will take it in the corner. they take a wide open three. Is yeah. and- oh, three. Eagles coming out firing, 3-2 in the early going.
2: Blackstaff coming out in the man defense. All it seems like Lee Williams has got a little bit of his zone going on. There's another steal by Grayson Nez.
0: Doing what she, one of the many things he does, best. and no good. Nope. Uh, no good there. Try to lay it in. Volunteers have it. There's RV and takes the contact. And it's going to go against the volunteers.
2: Again, we talked about the do-it-all player Grayson Nez. Grace Lenez making great passes, already has two steals. I mean, this is just one of the best athletes I think I've ever witnessed here at Flagstaff High.
0: Really, in just the city of Flagstaff, when you talk about Coconino, Flagstaff, and <coughs> you want to get out that one. Eagles are going to take it up. they take it up. It's Caitlin Davis, who has it. Davis going to get it to Serrano. Serrano to Nez. Back to back Serrano in the corner misses just a little wide on the three volunteers have it Becca RV has it Harvey being guarded by Nez and Nez steals it again there it is again Cam and Nez will try to get it and it'll no it looks like it went out of bounds but a turnover already a fair amount of turnover so far in this one Crook has it, Crook gets it over and volunteers have it and to, it looks like it went to nowhere. And And so Davis has it.
2: Michael, a lot of turnovers already. I mean, at some point, you got to tell your teams, let's slow it down, let's run our half-court offense. We've seen a lot of quick possessions, mostly under 10 seconds, so now it's time for coaches to pull it out and run, run their plays.
0: Serrano gets it to Jasmine Redhouse. Redhouse-Dinez. Serrano. In the corner, blocked, blocked, and now the Volunteers have it in transition, fast break, and they won't lay it in, and got it. Rip Hunter on the second chance opportunity.
2: Yeah, very odd by Flagstaff to not you back. When you don't get back, that allows second chance opportunities on a missed layup, and that's exactly what Lee Williams got.
0: And so Flagstaff has it. Nez, gonna get it to Serrano. Toronto going to get it to Red House and v- Volunteers have it. battle on the floor for it, but they'll get it back before it rolls out of bounds. So the Volunteers have it. 440 to go here at Ward Memorial Gymnasium in the first quarter. Four three. Our score. And that'll be Gavel that has it. RV. A whistle and a foul 434 to go here.
2: Now, what I've witnessed in so these teams so far, they're staying out on the perimeter a lot. Not really much room to get a good look going driving to the basket. So good defense so far. Exactly what I expected. This is gonna be a defensive battle.
0: That's what it's looking like in the early going. RV has it, almost loses it, but gets it back, gets it into the corner. 419. Tries to lay it in and got it. Talia Crook, her second basket of the night. So now the Eagles take it back. Caitlin Davis is going to bring it up court. Davis going to uh, get to get it over to Adriana Williams. Williams to Serrano for three. Won't go. Just bangs off the off there, off the rim. Volunteer's going to take a three. No good almost got the, got her own rebound back, but Serrano will take it she's gonna hand it to Neds.
2: Flagstaff often seem to be out of a rhythm. They're taking a lot of threes so far, They're taking around four to five three-pointers. For a team that, that shoots under 30% from beyond the arc, you wouldn't expect that. But Lee Williams, obviously, when you allow single digits to certain opponents, that defense is gonna show up against some of the best. And right now, Lee Williams has the upper hand right now.
0: Exactly, you're exactly right taking more threes than maybe we're accustomed to seeing as a, as a team that yeah, shoots in that 30% range. But the Eagles will have possession. Elisa Harris has it. Harris gets it. Yeah. Then Harris with the basket.
2: Now it looks like we got a full court press coming from Flag to shake things up a little bit and sort of get that momentum back that Lee Williams won in the first six minutes.
0: The volunteers will inbound it. Volunteers, a one point lead, six to five to score with 322 to go here at War Memorial Gymnasium. And trouble with the inbound and a whistle. Eagles will inbound. Nez tries to lay it in, takes a hard contact. Hard contact there as Barry Nez tried to lay the basket in. So she'll take three throws. First three free throws in the night by any team.
2: Now it's going to be interesting to see what Lee Williams can do with Reeve on the bench because she is not on the court right now.
3: Something to keep a watch out. Nez misses her first free throw. She's shooting 67% from the line for the, third of the season.
0: And she'll hit the second. So Nez goes one for two from the line. Those volunteers will have to get back to work here on, on offense. it go. It's in the corner. At the top of the key is Brooke Dixon. And have to go out of bounds.
2: A lot of turnovers so far. Lee Williams not really looking for passes and the ball just goes right by their heads. These are These are good passes being thrown, but you, the receiver's got to be
0: on the lookout. A lot of, a lot of missed opportunities by turnovers for both teams. Three in the corner, got it. <laughs> Jasmine and get the, get three. Redhouse with the three, and ball will. That That's was actually
2: Jasmine DuGuy on the two-pointer. Oh,
3: pointer. I got the wrong Jasmine. That's the wrong
2: There's three Jasmins on flagstaff, so hang with us. We will we will get the names correct.
0: Two thirty-four to go. Volunteers have it. That's Victoria Gravel. Won't go. And then it's gonna score it out of bounds. But the Eagles won we will look to inbound.
1: 2.26
0: to go. Eagles now have uh, gained the lead nine to six. Low scoring battle. Volunteers have it and almost another turnover and it will go out of bounds.
2: Eagles ball. Blacks have defense really taking advantage now after being down, but the defense hasn't played, hasn't has played well on every possession. Just. A couple of turnovers that have led to some Lee Williams pointed transitions really been how they've gotten their six.
0: Harris going to get it into the corner and no good. but They'll get the rebound and, a, and a, we'll take a whistle. Two oh three still here to go. Another turnover for the Eagles. So the Volunteers will have it. They're going to take it up the court. They're at half court now. And it's scored away another turnover. Elisa Harris has it. Harris going to get it to a wide wide open in the corner uh, stage game. And it won't go.
2: Now, Michael, I'll ask you, do you think there's this, uh, an element of pressure when you're on a 22-game winning streak to sort of keep that winning streak and spe- specifically all this entire dynasty that flag is built? in the Grand Canyon region and being undefeated for the last four or five years.
0: Well, even if it's not present in their mind right now, you'd have to think it's at least in the back of their heads with every region game they play. So try, uh, trying to lock it in there is the Harris It won't go. Rebound and the volunteers have it. And they'll take it back up. Try to lay it in, won't go. Volunteers get it back at the nail, Have it looking for space and whistle. Going back the other way, 128 to go.
2: The oh so rare three second call on offense. You see guys in college, can't be on the paint for seven, eight seconds, never gets called, but here we are. It seems that they're paying attention to that. So get on the officials.
0: Indeed, Elisa Harris has it. Harris is going to block it all the way over. Her and, and good. <laughs> Harris has it, and now 12 to six to score. He was gonna get it back on another turnover.
2: Grazelyne up to five steals already. She's been just a menace defensively for Flagg.
0: As she usually is. Just under a minute to go here at War Memorial Gymnasium. A bit of a turnover filled first quarter in a low scoring affair. Eagles have it, going to kind of loft it over into the corner, and gets it back for three. No, just kind of dribbles in and out. But Eagles get it back, Nez has It's going to get it to Harris, goes, Alisa (laughs) Harris. Alyssa Harris, another basket, and now 14 to six. Volunteers gonna try to make something happen, kind of Little bit of a bounce pass. Tried to lay it in. Won't go. Volunteers still have it for three. Yes! Yes. Talia Crook at three. Been one of the big sources of offense for the Eagles. Three in the corner for Nez. And it gets stuck between the backboard and the rim. Don't often see that unless maybe just... On Sports Center now, the referee is trying to knock it down. Takes two tries and he gets it.
2: <laughs> almost a struggle, almost a struggle, but it happens. But nothing really can do about it.
0: You just—that's just something you don't see every day. It gets stuck between the rim and the backboard. But now three, uh, three seconds and three ticks to go.
1: Right.
0: Here in the first quarter, and even the and even the public address announcer having a little fun with it.
2: So, well, the referees having discussion. I believe on possession, but it should be a jump ball.
0: You see, coach Coach Jerry Arvey talking with the officials.
2: It is a jump ball, and it will stick
0: with Flagstaff. So flag going to inbound. Eagles looking. Three in the corner. No good four-tenths uh, four of a second to go. And Lee, West be free, and there will be free throws. Four, Sage Begay. Lee Williams looking a little
2: bit lackadaisical on both sides of the ball, obviously. They, they have to be around the 10 turnover mark already and simply just allowing a player to get open from beyond the arc. You just can't have that when there's only three seconds left and they've got to get up a prayer.
0: Begay's first free throw clanks off the backboard. No good. Second one, swish in the second one. Saves to DeGay one for two, shooting 67% from the line this season. DeGay's third free throw. And it rattles in. Saves DeGay on the third here on varsity, and that's gonna do it for the first quarter. Eagles out now, after a bit of a first start for both teams. Eagles out now to a 16 to nine lead here as the first quarter comes to a close. Now, Cam, a, a bit of a defensive battle, just like we talked about in the pregame show, but what are your takeaways when uh, you look back on that first quarter? Obviously, a fair amount of turnovers on both sides.
2: Yeah, it's sort of been Flagstaff taking over on both defense and offense. Grayson with a handful of turnovers. And Jasmine Dugai knocking down a couple of three-pointers as well. Really surprised to see Flagstaff not attack the basket more, but they're hitting their threes so far. And for Lee Williams, I mean, if you're receiving the ball, you just got to pay attention because we've seen a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers. For a first quarter on Lee Williams' side, I think there were more turnovers for them in that quarter than there were minutes, or maybe even maybe even points scored for them. So, it's time for them to s- settle down a little bit, run your plays, play your style of basketball. You're not 13 and 7 for no reason. They, this is this is a formidable team, but they have to look like it for this quarter, or Flag could make it very ugly.
0: As they have, uh, as we've seen them do time and time again in the last several years. Second quarter about to get underway at War Memorial Gymnasium again. The Eagles a 16 to nine lead. Volunteers will start with the ball. And the volunteers have it.
2: Now running a full court, man to man for Flag. Love to see the defensive uh, creativity from Coach Johnson.
0: And Arby has it. Arby gets it to Gravel. Victoria Gravel gets it back to Arby. Almost gets out of bounds. RV looking for someone. Grayson and Nez playing her talk. And another tur- and another turnover that will go out of bounds.
2: Just smothering on every single possession for Lee Williams. No comfort whatsoever. This is why Flagstaff is sitting at 22-1. and
0: Grayson and Nez all over RV. And RV tries to lay it in and won't go. Nez again being a menace on defense.
2: That's going to be the key matchup is Nez versus RV. And so far it's been Nez with the upper hand.
0: The Eagles will have, will have possession and, it, and it's uh, they'll take it up. It's going to be Alyssa Harris who takes it down the court. Now in the corner in the wing almost takes a three. Won't count. Won't count. Just kind of climbs off with Sage game? There goes down for Lee Williams but gets back up and the volunteers have it the lay in. Won't go. Won't go. Is that Victoria Gravel? Full court pass. And count it. Full court pass. Sends the game. Takes it home. A football pass there for the Eagles. And a whistle there. There it's Leah Crook gets in between two defenders and there'll be a whistle.
2: In terms of defensive creativity, Tyron Johnson seems to be calling a lot of defensive... A lot of maneuverability, a lot of different sets he's given. It's almost like coaching, like a Brian Flores does in the NFL on defense. Just throwing creativity, change it up, and give defense, and give offenses a ton of new looks. I mean, we've seen Flag do a full court press. We see him in full court man, and now they're setting traps from now as well. So, just it's it's just nice to see that from this team, and it's just it's a rarity to see that much defensive creativity happen.
0: Harris. Aly- Alyssa Harris gets it out to Jasmine Zil- uh, Zucy. No good there. Puts it back, and the volunteers control. Volunteers control. Bit of a high dribble, long pass, over into the right corner, an air ball, and oh, tough contact. Tough contact there for, them. for the Eagles. Oh, it's, Harris took a bit of a tumble, but it looks like she's thankfully all right.
2: Yeah, it looks like just a fight for a rebound that was gonna be an air ball and just incidental contact, but definitely some, definitely a scary moment right there.
0: Thankfully she got up That's pretty quickly and she's all right. 6.14 to go here in the first half. Eagles goes an 18 and nine lead over the visiting Lee Williams Volunteers. Referee's having a bit of a discussion. not quite sure what that's about. But Eagles will take it. And in the corner, won't go. Out of, and out of bounds. Just a little offline from Melissa Harris.
2: Again, Flagstaff taking a lot of three-pointers for this game. They found a couple, but not hitting consistently at some point. Johnson's got to bring them in and say, all right, let's get to the basket. Let's get as close to the basket as possible and let's find our best shot selection because right now it just seems like Flag just settling from beyond the arc right now, not really moving the ball as much.
0: And Flagstaff, five, and five, yeah, three point, uh, the three point game, not necessarily Flagstaff's game. It's not, uh, you know, a 30% shooting team, but it's not as they needed it. They scored buckets in a multitude of ways as we've seen over these last several years. You don't get undefeated in the Grand Canyon region for five years for nothing.
2: No, and it's all thanks to this Flagstaff defense, obviously. They've got it, what it seems like over 10 steals already so far, and Lee Williams just making a ton of offensive mistakes, and when their shots are, go up, there are the air balls or they get missed. So there's nothing going right for Lee Williams' offense right now.
0: Now, forcing, forcing the volunteers to make mistakes in those costly turnovers. But 6 09 here to go as we return to play. 18 to, 9, 18 to 9 the score. The Eagles out in front after the Volunteers took an early lead. If you're just joining us, but the Eagles will inbound. And they'll get it to Harris. Harris going to uh, get it over to Zosi. Nez has it. To, uh, contact on the floor, but and Harris will try to drive it home. Tried to kind of one hand underhand it into the basket, but won't go. Yeah. Brings down the court, and Arvin tried to lay it in, but she'll take some contact in the whistle.
2: Kind of a lot of a contact, but kind of a circus shot from. Melissa Harris, but that was great ball movement from Flagstaff get to get it across court, get it back to perimeter, and they almost had an open shot there. But cool to see Harris attack the basket, and but another, just
0: and another steal just like that. So they, and the Eagles have it. Sage Biga has it, but the loses it. Volunteers get it back and bring it up. Going to bring it over and another and another and another steal. Looks like had an open look, but that's didn't. Nez going to. Get it over and go!
2: That's her third three-pointer already in this game. guy knocking it down whenever she gets the
0: ball. Jasmine guy the hot hand for the Eagles in this game. one of Tries to lay it in. No good. Eagles have it. And it moves over. At the top of the key is... The game won't go. Gets it over a three. For a three is... You guys, no good. You guys missed that three. So the volunteers have it. One on one opportunity. And we'll take a whistle. 444 here to go.
2: Now, Michael, if you're head coach Jerry RV, how do you get this offense to settle in? Because Lee Williams doesn't have a point in this quarter yet, doesn't have a shot made yet in this quarter.
0: Talia Crook Crook at the
1: line
2: and makes a free throw.
0: Getting ready for a second. And what you were just saying, Tim. That was their first basket in this half. Well, you would think they just need to be patient and play their game and try to avoid those mental errors with the turnovers that they had in this first half. But Crook makes her two free throws. Eagles get two more on the board. It's 21 11. And he goes, take a three, won't go. That was Jaden DeGuy who took the three that won't go. 429. And Lee Williams going to take a timeout here to talk over what we were just talking about how to kind of calm this team down and get a little more of that offensive momentum built up.
2: Yeah, maybe with the stoppage of play, allows. Flagstaff's Flagstaff's momentum to slow up a little bit. Maybe Lee Williams can take advantage right here. But, I mean, so far there's just nothing they can do against this Flagstaff man-to-man defense. Just they're smothering every single player. And, you know, it's either forced Lee Williams to lose the ball. They've made a couple passes that players just aren't looking at. And they're just settling for some pretty bad shots. And they missed a couple open layups as well early in the quarter. Just – this this flag de- this flag defense is just allowing Lee Williams no comfortability whatsoever.
0: None, what's none whatsoever. Let the volunteers have it, and then we'll try to get something going here. Taking it at about half court, Arby hands it over to Celia Crook. Crook a bit of a bounce pass. Arby has it, and tried Arby tried to lay it in, but won't go. Just, just missed to the left side. Eagles have it back, and we'll lose it out of bounds. Eagles had it. That was Mia Perez who had it, but just kind of lost it off on the volunteers bench. Once again,
2: I've got to spotlight Johnson's defensive sets because coming out of the, coming out of that Lee Williams timeout, they were in a full court zone. I am loving the play calling from Johnson here, doing a fantastic job of coaching these girls. There's a reason why they run this region. It's their defense and ability to throw, you know, just a bunch of different looks at them. And that just throws off offenses. You can't ever prep. If you're going to get a full court zone and a full court press and a full court, full court man-to-man defense, there's just no, there's no way you can get around that.
0: Volunteers have it. Harvey, looking for some room. Gets it to Brooke Hunter. Hunter got it over to the bell and they'll be contacting the whistle. Eagles bench erupts. And they'll inbound. Volunteers inbound. Arby gonna take the three. Air ball is over to the left side. Looking forward, looking for the stray from uh, over in the left corner, but just nothing doing. Good, Harvey had a good look there, but just not quite able to convert.
2: Again, when Lou Williams has had their looks, they've either been missed or been complete air balls. So just no no chemistry, it seems, so far for Lou Williams. But there's a the steal that could turn things around.
0: Harvey wide open, a fast break, and referee calls a push. 3.08 to go here at War Memorial Gymnasium. 21 11, the Eagles lead.
2: See, I just bring up missed opportunities. That was a layup at point play reigns for RV and just missed. Now, granted it could have been affected by some of the contact, but that's gotta be a layup you make. That's how you flip momentum around is getting those three-point swings. But Lee Williams just can't find that opportunity yet.
0: RV nails the first free throw, swishes it in. RV 58% from the line this season. Le- leading this team in every category. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. She's been do it all this season and it was like that last season as well for these volunteers.
2: Yes, a double-double machine, but goes one to two from the line to miss Lab, That's two points left on the board for Lee Williams.
0: Talking about those missed opportunities, that's another one right there. Volunteers go inbound. Harvey. Gets here it to lay-in to Brooke Hunter. Good, a good pass to Brooke Hunter, able to lay that in. So the Eagles control.
2: Nice little run here, nice little 5-0 run from Lee Williams to sort of get themselves back into this one. Definitely, definitely a game they can come back and tie it up if they can get their offense going.
0: Kenya Blyde, I gets it to Jasmine Redhouse, but they'll be contacting the fouls. Jasmine, Redhouse is going to go to the line for the Eagles.
3: Redhouse uh,
0: has not taken many opportunities at the free throw line, hasn't had really any opportunities, to, but she'll take one here.
2: Two of the biggest keys in winning a basketball game. Grab a rebound and make your free throws. Both teams sort of struggling in the free throw asset, but Flagstaff has been grabbing a lot of boards.
0: Redhouse misses her first three. Take the next, and Redhouse misses both of them. We talked to Redhouse. Not a ton of opportunities to take the three, but they'll get their own rebound. He goes get it on the ground, and DeGuy has it. DeGuy's going to get it to Tegan Martin. Martin to Bly. Bly, back to Caitlin Davis. Davis. Looking. Finding DeGuy. Jaden DeGuy. To clarify, Two guys looking for contact and just kind of runs out of out of room underneath the baseline.
2: Fox have a, <clears throat> quite a long possession. Again, they've been really aggressive on the offensive boards as well and are getting steals in the full court, in their full court press. They're a full court defense team, and that's really helped them create this gap that they have out front and really have just thrown off any timing on Lee Williams' offense.
0: Referees having a bit of a conversation with Tyrone Johnson. Coming <laughs> for play to resume.
1: Uh, Grace, and Grayson comes back into the
0: ball game. Kenya Bly will go to the line. Bly a sixty percent free throw shooter on the year, And switches and switches her first. 22 to 14, the score here at War Memorial Gymnasium. About to take her second is Kenya Bly, the sophomore. Bly. and misses her uh, misses her second, so goes one for two from the line. Two minutes to go here in the first half. Volunteers looking just for something on offense. Brooke Hunter, Hunter finds Arby. RB is going to lose in a turnover. Another turnover by the Volunteers. And Dwight was about to take a three, but but it just uh, was unable to. And uh, Volunteer's defender just kind of tumbles into the bench, but Eagles retain possession. It's touched by the Volunteers players. Still have another possession here on offense. Sage Begay has it. Gets it to DeGuy. The DeGuy the all the way over across the court. In the corner for three. Won't go, just kind of clanks off the inside of the rim. Volunteers get the rebound. And another turnover. Turnover, won't go. And it won't go for Sage Begay. And this opportunity there for the Eagles. Just over a minute to go. And hard contact in a, in a foul. Jaden guy on the, on the foul, her first personal, just over a minute to go. Now, maybe this
2: is exactly, you know, sort of breaks that Lee Williams needs. They need to be able to get the free throw line. If you can't hear your shots, you know what you do? You drive to the basket and try to get fouled.
0: Haley Smith's going at the line. She takes her first and makes it. 22-15 now the score. So,
1: checking in from the for
0: the Haley Smith about to attempt her second. Smith. Another, another time where they go one for two from the line. Harvey tries to, gets the rebound, and tries to make something happen, but won't go. Eagles have it. Sage Begay has it. Begay, just uh, under a minute now left in the first half. Eagles gonna try to convert before the half ends. Takes a three, clangs off the off the board. It's Elisa Harris. Now Volunteers have it, and a no look pass, but goes a goes awry from the Volunteers. Kenya Block, uh, Jaden Guy, excuse me. 27 seconds now. Volunteers just trying to make something happen. Volunteers get it to Brooke Dixon. Dixon looking, finding something, and another turnover. And turnover, and she's fouled. Stolen. It was stolen on the play by Jasmine Dugai, But right before, she, as she turned around, she was fouled. You
2: know, you can look at the turnovers and go, "Yeah, we're we probably have more turnovers than we do points." But at the same time. It's still a single digit game, so you've gotta coach RV's gotta take the, his girls into the locker room and say, guys, we're fine. You know, we, we, we can't it can't get any worse than what it's been so far, the first 16 minutes. We're only down we're down single digits at halftime. We're still got a great chance to come back and win this game. Gotta keep that positive spirit going in the locker room. Can't have can't let your girls get down with all the turnovers.
0: And Jasmine Du Guy at the line hits her first three. About to take their second and hits their bo- hits them both. And exactly, with all of the struggles that Lee Williams has had in this first half, the deficit is not insurmountable by any measure. They've hung around and had and gotten baskets any way they can, whether that's getting to the line, whether that's just tough layup, up right uh, under the bat, whatever it has, whatever it has needed to be done. Because what they've had to do, they're still hanging around despite what's been an ugly first half.
2: Yeah, now in these last 16 seconds, hold for the final possession, can't afford to turn over ball and give a bucket. here. Because being down double digits looks a whole lot worse than being down single digits. Even though it's only a separation of two points, definitely do not want to give up a turnover and just leave flag momentum. You want to at least knock down a shot or get to the free throw line to sort of send it to the locker room neutral. You do not want this crowd going crazy when everybody hits the locker room.
0: Any any kind of momentum is good momentum if you're talking about if you're the Lee Williams volunteers right now. Oh, any kind of good momentum. That's a 24 to 15, our score here at War Memorial Gymnasium. Second half about to, uh, second quarter, excuse me, about to wrap up. Just 16 ticks left to go. Volunteers will inbound. And In a full court pass. Lay in. Won't go. Eagles get it back. That was Talia Crook who just couldn't convert on that full court pass. Got it. Just couldn't convert. And a half back to go down and that's it. Volunteers had a great chance. He hit a bucket there at the end but just missed out and here at half at War Memorial Gymnasium, the Eagles 24 and the Lee Williams Volunteers. Stay tuned. We'll be back with your halftime report. Sean Clark will join us and it's, you're listening to 4A Grand Canyon Region Basketball on KOJX LP Flagstaff. Stay with us.
3: Welcome back to War Memorial Gymnasium here in Flagstaff, Arizona. This is the halftime report of Varsity Girls Basketball 4A Grand Canyon Action between the Lee Williams Volunteers and the Flagstaff Eagles. A low scoring and defensive first half to say the least, as Flagstaff leads 24 to 15 at halftime. I am an Sports director, Sean Clark, joined by Michael Manny for this afternoon report. Manny, who did a great job doing the play by play for the first half. Michael, Flagstaff has been dominant all season long 22 and 1. And the one loss was their first game, and their literally their last game was a sixty-eight to thirty-five loss. Win, excuse me. So the fact that they're only up nine, only scored twenty-four points, it's a little bit surprising. How has Lee Williams been able to stay in this game? Well, Sean, you're exactly right. Is that this
0: game could have gotten out of hand a lot sooner, with it being a bit of a messy game on both sides, turnover wise, but Lee Williams especially. struggling a bit with those mental errors but they've just been able to hang around hang tough try to limit the limit the damage per se is that if that's what you want to call it and have just hung around any way they can whether that's getting to the line whether that's just having to muscle up and and take those tough shots at the no at the near the baseline it's just they've hung around really any way they can and Lee Williams, despite an ugly first half, uh, by any means, they're not out of this game whatsoever, just being just, uh, just being down nine.
3: Absolutely. The biggest thing I've noticed about this game is the overwhelming tenacity of Lee Williams' defense. They are not allowing many open shots for Flagstaff. They are constantly surrounding Flagstaff players they are surrounding them they are hustling they're getting in their faces they're they're playing volleyball essentially what we're seeing here they're getting in their faces they're putting their arms up on every single shot they're jumping the passing lanes they're winning the hustle battle so far well step is up nine because well they, defensively they're very stout as well and quite well, and simply if lee Williams can continue that and find some offensive firepower. This could be a close game, which is shocking considering what Flagstaff's been able to accomplish this season. So, and Michael, what halftime adjustments does Lee Williams need to make?
0: Lee Williams just needs to be prepared for the different defensive looks that Flagstaff has thrown at them. Not take uh, not take. maybe as... In the first quarter, they took some threes. Not as much in the second quarter, but they just need to... It's a war of attrition. It's a war of attrition. They just need to those those shots, those lay those layups on the fast break that they missed in the in the first half, or just hitting their free throws. They just need to limit the missed opportunities because they get a couple of those layups they missed, a couple of those free throws that they didn't hit, and this could be we could be talking about a one point ball game, a two or three, four, five point ball game. So volunteers just need to limit mistakes. As simple as that sounds, and just convert those opportunities when they get them
3: absolutely 24 15 flagstaff leads the lee williams volunteers from kingman here at halftime we are going to take a break let me come back myself and cameron richardson the rich report will be on for the second half stay tuned Welcome back to War Memorial Gymnasium here in Flagstaff, Arizona. We have second half action between the Flagstaff Eagles and the Lee Williams Volunteers. Flagstaff 24-15 to 15, and Flagstaff 22-1 looking to put some distance between themselves and the Volunteers. And the first shot from Begay points off the front of the rim. Leap. Rebound collected, but goes out of bounds that is going to be Becca Rv going to inbound it for Flagstaff. Rv jumping up the left side of the court, full court press for Flagstaff. Upcoming I mean, Haley Smith is taking a hard foul by game. Cameron, what was your biggest takeaway from the first half?
2: Well, it's the defensive set, the multiple defensive sets that Tyron Johnson has had. We've seen a full court press, a full court man, and even a full court zone to an ex- to an extent, and also. Setting traps in the corner as well. Just Flag's defense has been crazy good in this game, and I love that the players
3: are following along with the game plan. Alyssa Harris on the fast break sets it up to uh Sosie, but that goes out of bounds. Another turnover for Flagstaff, and Lee Williams will take possession with 7:17 to go here on the third quarter. Flagstaff up 24 to 15.
2: I also have to mention. Lee Williams has had a lot of missed opportunities. They have had a couple of wide open layups that have just been missed, and towards the end of the half, we saw RV miss a miss a layup that she was fouled on that should have gone in. So, just a lot of mistakes by Lee Williams, kind of helping out the flag defense that doesn't need much help.
3: RV dishes out in the right corner to to Leah Cook, but that shot is an air ball to the left. But both had a play off the of flagstaff. Lee Williams will retain possession with 707 to go here in the third quarter. RV to inbound. And to fight it away. Wolk is trying to chase it down, but it goes out of play to Flagstaff.
2: So many turnovers on Lee Williams' side. I mean, like I said, Flagstaff's defense doesn't need help, but Lee Williams is giving all the help possible.
3: McKay turbulent up at the at the top of the key. Gets it. Dishes it out to the right corner to McGay. McGay in, and that is intercepted by Talia Cook. Haley Smith controlling on the right wing, trying to find the floater. Twist and is just completely shut down by Alyssa Harris. Harris zips it to Grace Lanez. They're going to rule that Grace Lanez stepped on the baseline out of bounds. Another turnover for the Flagstaff Eagles.
2: The crazy part with this game is that Lee Williams has turned the ball over more more than they scored points, but still, we have only a single-digit game. Lee Williams is not out of this despite all of the turnovers and mistakes on
3: the offense. Haley Smith dribbling up the court, and that is deflected by Begay. Begay now on the fast break for Flagstaff. She's got Nez in front of her and does a fake pass and lays it up and in with her left hand. My goodness. She had a fake pass intended for Nez. But instead, committed a great layup. And Flagstaff now goes to 26 to 15, with 6 to 7 to go. But we have on the other end, Brooke Hunter, who is the second leading scorer, and Lee Williams has a layup. And suddenly, the offense is picking up a backdoor cut for Red House. No good, Lee Williams possession once Again, again.
2: shots at point-blank range that need to fall in are not falling for either team. Flag's points, their separation has come from three corners, which they came to this game shooting under 30%. So quite the unorthodox game we're having here tonight, Sean Clark.
3: Yeah, I if you would have told me that Flag's definitely only had 26 points at this stage in the game, yeah. I would have thought you were crazy. But that's exactly what we're seeing here. And a jump ball force there. Lee Williams takes possession. RV's gonna throw it in, mobs it to Chelsea Torrey. Torrey has to collect the tip from McKay, And Torrey loses the ball, gets it back from McKay, but another jump ball scenario. And this time, Flagstaff gets possession with a possession arrow. Tor Flagstaff, another turnover for the Lee Williams
2: volunteers. Now, Sean, if you're coach RV, how do you get your offense in the rhythm to where they're not turning the ball over every possession? How do you get three, four good possessions? May not lead to points,
3: but just to avoid having those turnovers. You gotta be very simple as Red House misses the jumper. You gotta you gotta go back to base. You can't overthink it and get complicated and super creative. You just gotta make your basic passes. You gotta make sure that you can that you when you pass your teammates open and get separation for the shot. You can work on those funnel months without really be hopeful as we have another jump ball. That's like the third time in the last 45 seconds. But that and the possession hero is back to Lee Williams, 26-17 Flagstaff with 504 to go in the third quarter.
2: Gotta say, this is one of one of these starts to a quarter I've ever I've ever witnessed.
3: One of these starts. Yes, you're absolutely right on that. Uh Harvey is going to throw it in for Lee Williams and another turnover forced by Grace Ledez. And here's Begay looking for the pass, lobs it inside Inez. Nash dishes back out and the three by Alyssa Harris rattles off the left part of the rim out of bounds. Lee Williams possession.
2: Now, usually I'm used to War Memorial Gymnasium being sort of lively. Volleyball, they go crazy for this. Been a little bit of a sluggish start to this quarter. And it's like you can tell with fans not really into it as of yet.
3: Another turnover for Lee Williams and Nash for three flakes off the left part of the rim and a Full court pass from RV to Cook, but Cook cannot get possession. And now Grace Lene's full court the other way. Here's Sage McGay. And it's typically here in another turnover as RV gets a full court down to Tory, Tori stripped by Nez, and she stepped out of bounds, and that's going to be that possession. How did I. It's
2: been a mad scramble, is what I can say. I don't. It's like, well, it's like if. The fumble, Ruski was four minutes long.
3: Uh, we need a much needed timeout because this this play has gotten out of hand to be won. So many turnovers, so many mistakes, so many mispasses. Got to settle things down here a little bit. How? How do we? How do we fix this on both sides? Because both sides just cannot find any rhythm. This is this has been a very sloppy game of basketball this week. Time, there's the there, there, offense is. Just appear to be
2: rushing a little bit, not really getting into their sets. Their half-court offenses. There's these are not two teams that run in transition. Black has taken a lot of three-pointers while Lee Williams seems to be going to the basket and trying to find a shot within the first six, seven seconds, as if the shot clock's only ten seconds long. And I don't. It, it, pardon me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's a shot clock.
3: There is not a shot clock, so I. Don't so get-
2: I, I I don't understand why they're playing like there's a twenty-second shot clock.
3: Point is presumed that is Jasmine's associate uh, gets it to Nez and just it in from the free throw line. Grace Nez picking up the bucket now. Lee we Williams back in position. Victoria Gravel taking it herself. Draws the foul and will shoot two free throws. Some initiation there to draw some contact. Camera
2: exactly what Lee Williams needs to do. I have not gotten much success offensively. So what do you do? And I said this in the first half. You've got to get to the basket. You've got to draw a foul. Get your free baskets when you can get them.
3: Absolutely. However, Gravel misses the first free throw. Rims off the left rim. And with 3.56 to go in the game, the score, 28-17 have a very low-scoring game, to say the least. But Victoria Gravel has a chance to make this a 10-point game at the free throw line. She missed her first and now has a second free throw attempt upcoming.
2: Yeah, I mean these teams are no stranger to holding teams to under twenty and even under five points sometimes.
3: And gravel misses the free throw. However, Army gets the rebound and puts it back in.
2: You looked at me weird like that's a I just made that up. No, because Lee Williams only gave up four points in a win over Laughlin earlier this
3: season. Yeah, I I'll, I gave you that look because of just how ridiculous that sounds. No, you're absolutely right though.
2: Yes, four points.
3: Yikes. Lee Williams now in transition after another missing flex in 2019. Can Lee Williams make this a two-possession game of the third quarter? Let's find out. Flag okay. is giving
2: them the opportunities to do that, so it wouldn't surprise me if Lee Williams somehow finds a way to get their offense on a rhythm. And, you know, they could tie this game in a matter of two or three possessions like you just said.
3: And Victoria Gravel really starting to take a lot of initiation. Draws another foul. This is not this is a foul on the floor. So we have an inbound with 320 to go here in the third quarter. Flag from 28 to 19. Here is Talia Cook at the top of the key. Dishes it out to Tori after the ball is loose there. RV lobs it inside to Tori. Tori with the hook shot. And that runs in a circle around the rim and a dish down. 28-21. Suddenly it is a seven-point game. Black staff down on the other end. Here is Alyssa Harris. Loses the ball off the foot of RV. And number 15, Avery Petway, collects the ball and the ball goes out of play for a a throw in for Becca RV.
2: Ah, We've still got a close game here, Sean. I wouldn't recommend leaving if I'm a fan tuning into this
3: game. I absolutely agree. Chelsea Torrey is going to throw it in. It is senior night here for Flagstaff. A little surprise is no, not as many people in the stands, but regardless, we're glad that you're joining us here at of Flagstaff. Flagstaff is 2021 20 with 2.7 to go. Talia Cook dribbling up the court, driving into the left corner, looking for a teammate to pass it to. Gets it to Tori. Tori lobs it inside to Hunter. Hunter zings it out to Gravel, and Gravel draws another foul. He's going to shoot two free throws. Tegan Martin picks up the foul there.
2: Again, it's exactly what Lee Williams do. If he can't buy a shot, you go to the free throw line. They've sort of slowed the game down, too, with these fouls, which is huge against, huge against the flag staff team that likes to keep the tempo up. They may not run in transition, but they like to keep the tempo up and love moving around. They smother Lee Williams on defense, but now they can't really do that when Lee
3: Williams goes to the free throw line. Victoria Gravel, one of two from the line. It is a two possession game. Saves the game. Dishes it out. Number 20, Jasmine
1: yes, yes. Guy
3: with the three from the left corner. Splashes it home. And Flagstaff now goes back up three possessions and another two for the Volunteers. What's the Harris with the breakaway left Gets it in. Five quick points. There are the Flagstaff Eagles cameras.
2: Yeah, and that three pointer, that's the fourth from Dugai in this game. So, if there's anybody I'm handing a player of the game to so far, it's been Dugai because she's been the lone separator with those four three pointers.
3: Duguy was masterful with, with her shot on that three. And now, Blackstep gets to inbound the ball up 11 after another turnover. Alyssa Harris on the wing loses the ball. Here is Gravel on the fast break. Can she finish it off? This is enough to cook, cook. Cannot get the handle on it. The ball goes out of bounds. Back to Flagstaff. Lee Williams, another crucial turnover. As they trail 33-22 with 1:56 to go in the third quarter.
2: Now I know Kingman is at a pretty fair altitude, but you think that, like what any athletics likes to do, is this you know sort of that elevation advantage for Flagstaff?
3: It is because you can tell Lee Williams is getting tired, they're getting frustrated. As another mystery from Talia Cook, Cook is trying to redeem herself with a mid range jumper. She hits the jumper, Talia Cook, a mid, a long two, not usually the best shot selection. She nailed that one 33 24. And here is number 14, Taken Martin, and left four dishes it out to your guy and a three-point attempt off the ring for Martin. And Lee Williams down, right but Grayson has with the steal. And Nesle off, off the backcourt it is 35 to 44. Blackstaff leads over Lee Williams. Lee Williams has one minute to go in the three-quarter to try to get it back to single digits and so Chelsea Torrey gets out the top of the key to Chelsea Torrey. And Talia Cook. Attempting to drive in, loose at the ball, out of bounds. Bicep that ball, 53 seconds to
2: Turnovers, breed turnovers, breed turnovers. This is Finley-Williams' game. So Finley-Williams' M.O. in this game. You, I hate to say that, but they, they've turned the ball over way too many times for a team that you could say, yeah, they're deserving of winning this game.
3: Martin misses the three, it planks off the back of the rim, and the ball goes out of play. Lee Williams is gonna inbound in front of the flagstaff bench.
2: The rare knuckleball shot from Martin that just missed. Rare, rare to see the ball just sit in the air like that. It's it's a very weird rotation to have no rotation on the ball.
3: Yeah, one of those uh one of those weird-looking lob shots that you don't see very often. And Brooke Bucket rv with the underhanded <laughs> lap and somehow yeah, really. that, that rims Ramson after hitting the left land and then rolling around and going back in. Blackstaff back the other way. The guy gets it to Begay. Begay misses the three. Fight for the rebound, it's collected by Lee Williams. And Lee Williams is down line. They have a chance to possibly make this a two-possession game. And number 24, Brooke Dixon loses the ball. Blackstaff now back down the other way. And here is the guy. Well, floater attempt rims out. And with two seconds to go, a full court attempt Or RV, that almost went in actually. If that was the left, just a little bit more, that may have gone in. So we have reached the end of the third quarter, and the Flagstaff Eagles lead the Lee Williams years, 35 to 26. Cameron, Lee Williams is still in this game. Flagstaff went on a little bit of a run to put put some distance between themselves and the volunteers. How can Flagstaff finally seize control of this game? Because it feels like We've just been waiting for that all game
2: long. Well, there seems to be sort of this mythical wall that Lee Williams is sort of sitting behind. They gotta knock that down. They've been nine, they've been down nine for most of this game. So they've got when they get a bucket, they've got to come back play defense. But if Falax get it gets a missed shot, they have to respond. And if you're if you're coach Harvey, you just gotta say, hey, let's play this in two-minute segments. Let's win it by three each. We win each segment by three each. We we send it. We win the game. Probably if I do in my math properly, you know that or tie the game. I Whatever. Don't I, do math. Math. I don't do math anymore. I haven't done taken a math class in four years.
3: All good, Cameron. So we have one eight-minute quarter left, and yeah, you can just tell that Lee Williams looks gassed. And keep in mind, they were in Phoenix literally yesterday, and and. Flagstaff was in Prescott Valley yesterday as well. So both of these teams were on the road yesterday out of Flagstaff, so it's very possible that these two teams are just very tired from what has been a grueling week of basketball for these two teams as another turnover for the Flagstaff Eagles. Haley Smith in transition, looking to drive it herself, draws the foul, and she will shoot two. Jaden Dugan picks up the foul
1: now this is exactly
2: where lee williams can break that wall go down seven here we have a game if they miss a free throw again they're still still not knocking down that wall just yet
3: and Haley smith too strong on that free throw bounces off the back of the rim still 35 26 742 here to go in the fourth quarter and smith once again free throw attempt upcoming and got the shooters rolled there. That bounced in. 35-27. Lee Williams. Here comes Spice up at the court. Here is Begay. Begay, the second leading scorer on this team, gets it to Juga. guy bounce pass inside. Grace Lenez at the right corner. Splash. Nothing but net, Cameron. That's Grace Lenez. Another turnover for the Lee Williams volunteers. Nez dishes out to Juga. Juga to Begay in the right corner. Splashed again. There is the Flagstaff offense in full gear. That is what we've been waiting to see all game long. Yep.
2: Six-point swing flips this game upside down. Flagstaff now up 14.
3: And those Smiths throws coming back and Lee Williams. Uh, as the old mantra goes, make your threes and hit your threes. That's exactly what you got to do. And Lee Williams has... Struggled to make both of those tonight. Well, Flagstaff certainly has not struggled from beyond the arc. That is where most of their points production has come from. Becca RV trying to get into this game, tries to fit that pass inside to Brooke Hunter, but Hunter cannot collect it. And that's going to be Flagstaff ball with 645 to go in the fourth quarter, 41 to 27 Eagles.
2: Sean, you bring up the mystery, those part I mean, just and we, we, we talk about the turnovers, too. I mean, that, those turnovers, the missed free throws, let's just stick unanswered from Flagstaff. They're just – whether – I don't know how to compare who Flagstaff comparison would be because they just do everything so well. They play defense well. They smother you in the man-to-man defense. And they, they know how to move the ball, and they can get those open shots. Now, those open shots need to fall more often, but they are getting good looks when they get them.
3: They definitely are getting good looks. Begay just drives it in herself from the right corner. Rims out. A full court pass from RV to Gravel, but Gravel cannot finish the point-blank layup, Cameron. Grace Menez now back down the court, dishes it out on the left wing, and Begay now with the top of the key. Splash. Absolute splash once again. Looking like the Splash. Uh, factory out here. Really easy there, but That's a little bit of a
2: extreme comparison there, especially with what I said the Splash Factory. Okay.
3: I did say factory, Very... not brothers. Forty-four to twenty-seven here in the fourth quarter. Flagstaff leads twenty seven over Lee Williams. Lee Williams is gonna throw it in there. Cameron, what what can you build on this for Lee Williams? Because it looks like Flagstaff is starting to pull away as guy deflects that out of bounds.
2: You got to hammer down your half-court offense. You got to get a team that maybe, maybe a little bit more athletic. But you got to practice moving the ball and not turning the ball over. You've got to get someone that will smother them defensively in practice and will, you know, sort of put the pressure on them. But it's clearly not the case in this game. They just they can't handle the one-on-one pressure that Flagstaff can bring. Flagstaff just incredibly more athletic than Lee Williams is
3: an air ball there from gravel. That is
2: an insane pass.
3: game for the three at the top of the key. Another three-pointer. My goodness, it is raining threes here at the War Memorial Gymnasium, and no, there are no leaks in this roof. It is just Flaxsef hitting a bunch of three-pointers, and it is now 47-27. 513 to go. Wasn't it just in a court six-point court. game like two minutes ago? Yes, but that is there's a reason that Flagstaff is 22 and one and they are on a 22 and it's about to be a 23 game winning streak, 23. Now
2: I'll ask you this. Cause I did ask Michael this in the first half, but when you have a win streak like this, I look at teams like um, Kentucky in March Madness in 2015, when they were undefeated going to March Madness, Gonzaga last season going into the championship game, Undefeated. If when you're on a win streak like that and trying to hold it, does that e- bring on even more pressure than just playing and trying to win one game?
3: It is because there's a lot of media that's focused on you, and there's a lot of attention. And you know, let's 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 go to the perspective of these kids. All, everyone's going to be asking them to go. Oh, you got to stay undefeated. You got to stay undefeated. You got to stay undefeated. There's a lot of pressure. And I go back to Seven Patriots, uh, something I can that person know well. They all season long, they it was constantly asking, "Will you stay undefeated? Will you stay undefeated?" But when, but when it got to the last game, there was there was even more pressure added onto them, and ultimately they lost. And I wish they had lost as a fan. I wish they had lost in the regular season, so that pressure would have been off of them. But luckily for Flagstaff, they did get that one loss out of the way. But that winning streak is still there. That pressure is still there and you have to be able to handle that pressure and to the first week quarters Flagstaff was was not was not living up to it but they are starting to pull away here as Brooklyn RV at the at the free throw line nails a jump shot 47 to 29 where's that been in the game?
2: I mean Lee has I guess you can get a moral victory with winning the last five minutes but like uh N.U. Men's Basketball Head Coach Shane Burkhardt says there's no moral victories in a loss.
3: Absolutely right. A full court lob to Talia Cook fouled. She will go to the one to shoot two free throws. and 442 to go in the second in the second half and the fourth quarter. 47 to 29. Flagstaff leads.
2: Now, Sean, I'm not too keen on where. Lee Williams sits in the re- in the region, but they're only they're five and two in the region, which would be good enough at this moment to make to represent Grand Canyon in the state tournament. But a loss like this, how do you think that will have an effect? How do you think whatever, whoever it is, the college football playoff committee, whatever committee it is, the that AIA. decides the AIA deciding this, you know, how do you look at this loss for Lee Williams? It'll be their third in the Grand Canyon region.
3: Well, I'll say this. If anybody's actually watching, they'll say, Hey, they hung with Flagstaff. Easily a top three, even the best team in 4A. That's very impressive. Now, obviously, they had their chances and they missed out. But here comes a full court pass to Cook, and Cook cannot finish the layup. So many missed chances. Although Victoria Gravel gets a second chance bucket. The thing is, them, they just have a lot to clean up. They have to clean up their half court offense, and they have to—they have to hit those. Close layups because they've been missing a lot of point blank layups tonight, Cameron.
2: Yeah, I mean they missed a good five or six that could have, you know, really changed how this game played out. But when you miss those easy opportunities, what is, what's what's going to happen? Flag is going to make those opportunities. And
3: yeah, Becca RV just made a very tough left handed shot there that rimmed in forty seven thirty three Williams on a slight run and right and we have. Gravel fighting for the rebound with Duguy, and that's going to be a possession for Lee Williams. Back at RV can what well, Lee Williams make this competitive? They're down 47 to 33. Full court pass to Leah Cook, they've been working on that full court pass a lot, but another missed layup. But the putback attempt by, by Gravel is also no good, I have to say. Victoria Gravel has been making a lot of high-impact plays. She is drawing fouls. She is making hustle plays defensively. She is collecting loose balls, getting those second-chance points. If there's a player of the game for Lee Williams, it's her. I will say this. This has been a quick little 6-0 run from Lee Williams. So while the, the deficit
2: and the time left may put them out of it. Flagstaff like RB with to get the him.
3: interception. And RV is going straight down and shoots for three. Oh man, it just rims out as Duguy tries to dish it inside, but the ball is the fucked up play by Lee Williams. 3.21 to go in the fourth quarter. Flagstaff a 47 to 33 as Flagstaff retains possession. Flagstaff turned the ball over a couple times here. Lee Williams not ready to bow out just yet. A three attempt from Kristen Harris rims on another full court pass to Gravel. Gravel tries to bat it back in, and the ball goes out of play back to Flagstaff with 306 to go in the fourth quarter. So Lee Williams is go- is basically battling at Bradshaw Mountain for second place in the region. So with Bradshaw Mountain losing, that it really shows us how dominant Flagstaff is because they dominated Bradshaw Mountain last night. It's Grace Linez. Just effortlessly hits a floater to go forty-nine to 49, 33 The Flagstaff has really faced some of their biggest competition in this Grand Canyon four A conference, and even though they've looked a little bit sloppy tonight against Lee Williams, they've still have dominated their competition.
2: One hundred percent. And look, this game, I think you'd say it's a little bit out of reach, barring a, you know, a handful of steals on inbounds. But Flagstaff's defense obviously one of the best in the entire state and no surprise here that they've only surrendered 33 points to Lee Williams tonight. Defensive yeah. bout, like I said, coming in.
3: Well, you were very correct in that assessment as uh Smith why a floater short on that one? And now Flagstaff with 221 in vast control of this game. They are still pushing up Caitlin Davis. Going up the corner. We start this game. Get, dishes it out on the bounce. Next, and Nez, Nez gets it to Serrano on the left corner. Serrano, that one limbs out. Victoria Gravel trying to keep it alive. Jump ball and the possession here goes to Lee Williams. 2 to go. In the fourth quarter, we've essentially reached a two-minute warning. 49-33. to 33, Flagstaff leads the Volunteers.
2: Now, when we assess the State as a whole. Flagstaff ranks seventh. But obviously, you know, there seems to be quite the disparity between 6A and 4A. Not as many schools up here in Flagstaff, especially in the Grand Canyon region overall. And when you look at teams in the 6A, you know, some of those big schools in the valley, you know, the talent level just seems to just be completely widened versus what we see in some other states. But why do you think that's the case? Just having a minimal amount of people in the northern part of the state versus in the southern part? Or is there just you know, just a little bit of discrepancy misses, or you know, just there isn't as many talented high schools, you know, you know, generating good athletics programs.
3: Well, the biggest thing I will say about the discrepancy is this: Phoenix, it, the Phoenix metropolitan area, is the fifth largest city in the United States, and Tucson is around the top fifty largest city. Tucson's about as big as my hometown of Colorado Springs, it, or around the around the top fifty. So the population allows you to have more talent, and it really allows you to really build those stellar programs. Whenever we see schools in the Valley come up here, they're usually routes. For example, uh, Cactus Football 2020 completely dominated both Copanito and FlySamp. And both of those two teams are playoff teams. It, it's just simply when you have that population and there's so much talent to choose from, it, it, there can be that talent discrepancy. You, you know, up here, it's a lot of homegrown. It's a lot of generational. There are a lot of players. It seems like every time I've called a Flagstaff or Coconino athletics game, there's always there's always someone with the last name of the game, for example. So the, the, it's, it's, a, it's very familial up here. In the Valley, like I said, it's the fifth largest city. Only Houston, Chicago, New York, and L.A. are bigger. That's it. Only those four are bigger. So that is a massive... California to work from as it is 50 to 33 with one eleven to go. Didn't, didn't miss any uh, basket story in that call. I didn't know you knew
2: your geography, Mr. Stephen Clark.
3: Well, my dad did verse me in geology when I, uh, geography when I was five. I knew all the state capitals when I was five years old.
2: Very nice. Same for me as well. I am a big geography buff. So maybe we can exchange strange geography knowledge after this game
3: sounds like a plan 111 to go and haley smith missed both of her free throws i i can guarantee that coach rv is going to work on that during practice this week
2: there's a lot lee williams needs to work on during practice this week It's, it's not just one aspect it is all fronts for lee williams
3: what would you say okay so let's take that and look at the positive what would you say is the best thing that they did in this game like what is one thing that they can at least hang their hat on
2: i mean it did force a lot of turnovers early they were in it early had the lead early but it's just a matter of not if you're if you're cut you don't just let it bleed out you you wrap it up in some bandage you know you put some you know anti you know infection cream or whatever on it and then you bandage it up and that's it lee williams gets cut and just lets it bleed out that's what's happened so far. So they've got to work on limiting the amount of turnovers. I don't know how that looks in execution, whether that just means slowing down and running their half-court offense to a T and how they want to do it. But, you know, there, there's talent there for Lee Williams, but they just got to hone in on themselves. This hasn't been a route. Outside of Flystaff making a bunch of three-pointers late to really spread that gap out, it's been a slightly competitive game. So Lee Williams does have that to a bit off up, of, but when you have the ball, you cannot afford to turn over. You know, six, seven, eight straight possessions. That's just not gonna, that's not gonna equate to winning basketball.
3: Davis inbounds for Serrano. Serrano dishes out on the on the right side to Davis and another turnover for the Flagstaff Eagles. Chelsea Tory leading in fast regard to minute minutes ago. 50 to 33. Flagstaff leads Brooklyn or Ar- Becca RV, excuse me. Uh, gets it out on the right wing to Cook. Cook dishes it to Dixon. Dixon, Lee Williams throwing into the half-court offense here. Uh, Cook trying to drive in and loses the ball. There are three defenders around her. And Cook trying to get the ball back and Flagstaff now controls it. That's number 21, Adriana Williams. And Lee gets it out to Davis. Davis and a deflected pass from Dixon. I had to play 28, 23.8 seconds. Flagstaff leads 20, 50 to 33. Inbounds here to Davis. Bounce pass to Blee. Blee looking to, to, to turn out this clock, but Flagstaff still with their half-reference. Serrano. Serrano it to Redhead. Redhead to Blee from the right corner. Just rims out at the back of the rim. But another turnover for Lee Williams and they're really gonna call a foul with 2.8 seconds.
2: 17-point game, 2.8 seconds left, and they call call a foul.
3: My good, yeah. my that that is that is true dedication to your craft right there. I gotta tell you what, like, if you want an example of people who take their job like super seriously and does it makes you do the best of your job, that's a prime example right there. Cause you you could just let that foul go and we're out of here. But nonetheless, Brooke Dixon is at the line to shoot two free throws. Uh, one and one, excuse me. She misses the one and one. RV with the rebound and she nails a jump shot with no yeah, time left. That was the peak way for this game to end was with just a
2: prayer heave overhead pass that goes in.
3: Yeah, that was a strange way to end this game, but the game is over. The Flagstaff Eagles win fifty the 35 a very low scoring game but the Flagstaff eagles win their 23rd game in a row lee williams drops the 13 and 8 5 and 3 in conference play cameron what, what is your what are your final thoughts from this game before we sign off
2: flagstaff is a solid defensive team they got a lot of stuff to work on offensively they came into this game shooting under 30 percent from beyond the arc and settled for a lot of threes early so that's something that uh, Coach Johnson and the rest of the team has to work out. But defensively, I have no complaints. Flagstaff is a team that the state needs to keep on watch.
3: That will do it for tonight's girls four a basketball coverage here in Flagstaff, Arizona, at the War Memorial Gymnasium in Flagstaff High School. For Michael Manny, Cameron Richardson, and Sean Clark signing off here. From War Memorial Gymnasium Flagstaff with a 50 to 35 win over Lee Williams. You are listening to 107.1 KOJX LP Flagstaff. And we will see you for the next broadcast.